Hey, yo, say hello to the bad guy, Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Badabim, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. The Stone Cold Centro. The world is listening. The following is a part of the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. I'm back, baby. The Unchained Wrestling Network and KJCC Real Campus Radio presents the two-time Wrestling Radio Award winner, Running the Ropes. I lost a broski for a hosty! Step through the ropes as the guys bring you all the talk happening within the WWE. Woo woo woo! You know it! TNA. Sorry about your damn luck! Ring of Honor. Dig down in your bunkers and dig into those trenches and get ready! Get ready for shock and awe! and the NorCal Independency. And now live from the KJCC studio in San Jose, California, it's running the ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, the SNS Radio Network, and KJCC Real Campus Radio. Alrighty guys, welcome to another edition of Running the Ropes. Right here on the SNS Radio Network and on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Uh, also on KJCC Real Campus Radio on Live365.com. Keyword KJCC. Uh, Brian Mavic Brechan here on a bit of a somber note. I screwed up this week. Uh, but there's still a show. Don't get me wrong. There's still a show. Uh, we still have a lot to talk about. Um, unfortunately, what happened during the live broadcast was I forgot to record the first 20 minutes of the show. Um, but that's alright because we still have the rest of the show to go. A lot of great stuff to go on. Uh, news of the week. Uh, basically, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and fill you in on news of the week. News of the week was just, um, Velvet Sky returning TNA. Uh, she just got her contract renewed, so good, good job for her. So happy she's back, uh, to hopefully revitalize the knockouts division. Um, TNA Lockdown is going to be in San Antonio, Texas, and Crowley's going to be at this one. Definitely is going to check that out, so stay tuned for that. Also, also on the news desk, of course, if you watched Raw on Monday night, uh, you got to see a bit of a change as The Shield will be taking on the team of Ryback and Team Hell No, uh, Daniel Bryan and Kane. This is due to the fact that uh, CM Punk had to go through surgery to 
fix something in his knee. To te uh, apparently, the prognosis was that they had to tear out, they had to cut out a piece of uh, muscle in his knee in order for his knee to function better. So that sucks. He's being uh, Punk is being pulled from the pay-per-view, so that means no WWE title match, unfortunately. But they will be saving him up for later on in the month. Or uh, possibly to save him up for The Rock uh, in uh, at Royal Rumble in January. So stay tuned for that. That's going to be really good. Um, and a whole lot more. So uh, again, guys, I apologize. This will never happen again. As long as I'm doing this show, it will never happen again. Um, but we're going to go ahead. We're going to join the show already in progress. And stay tuned because uh, coming up later in the show, we will have an exclusive interview with Ring of Honor television champion Adam Cole. So check it out. What 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 happened down there? And Bill the was was then let go from the uh, from uh, the WWE when they closed down DSW and rehired when they opened Tough Enough. Right. I mean. You and I don't know what happens down there. But I don't know what happens down there, but I have heard a lot of stories. I've heard a lot of crazy things happening with Bill DeMott's kind of training, and it looks like this is no this is absolutely no exception. Um, in my opinion, doesn't a lot of other... I, I mean, a, a lot of wrestling schools have done crazy crap like that for years, but... Never in that extreme. You know what I mean? Well, like I said, Bill Demont had a history of, of being a, a tough guy and he liked to work wrestling. But if this is true, and considering right now WWE is in a PG phase, if this is turned out to be true, it wouldn't shock me to see if Bill Demont is fired. Yeah. Because, I mean, just think of all the lawsuits that they could have. If anyone got injured under build uh, under build build them on training, um. Well, yeah, but see, when you think about it like that, it, I mean, it just doesn't seem like it's going to work that well. Um, right. because only only because of the fact that Bill Demott is a trainer and he's not. Um, trying to think, uh. So I was distracted by Skype. He's a he's a good trainer and he produces results. The problem is that he produces results at a very unorthodox style because that's the way he knows. You know, I mean, it's not kosher by any means. It's not ethical, especially with the picture that's circulating now. Um, and it was probably one of the most uncomfortable things that some guys had to be put through. So I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, what I'm saying, if because I was reading earlier, apparently Luke Gallows was in that group when they when like that happened, and on Twitter he refused to answer what happened. So I mean, right now, in it, right now, and it's word against word. So we, we we don't really know what's happening until we only have that picture, and that picture is a lot of proof enough. Uh, I mean, but at the same time, it doesn't tell the whole story. It tells a thousand words, just not the words we want. You know, cause, yeah. because all we have is just a still image of a naked dude wrestling another guy giving him a stink face. Which is by far the scariest thing any guy would have to go through. Um, 
let alone have Rikishi do it in a thong. You know what I mean? I'm Bad just time. saying. There's no crying in baseball! Are you okay? Mm. Sorry, I hit two buttons at once. Threw up in my mouth a little bit. But, I mean, it's just crazy how... I mean, okay... There are there are some times where wrestling where wrestling schools go a little bit far, but like I personally have not been a part of those. And you know what? I'm glad someone is coming forward about it because I, I mean, even even with the reputation of Bill Demont, that's a little extreme, you know. So anyway, that's just my opinion. Now I have some good news. Well, what's the good news? I mean, it's good for teenage fans. Apparently, uh, Hulk Hogan was approached to wrestle in Mexico. And he was offered a bigger bit of money to do so. Are you saying Hulk Hogan? Hulk, yeah, Hulk, Hulk Hogan, Hogan in Mexico. Hulk Hogan turned down the offer, saying that he wasn't able to wrestle. I say, good. Thank you, Hulk. <laughs> I, I mean, I've seen him wrestle in Japan. He's pretty good with Japanese wrestling at certain points. I mean, you never. I'm. You probably have never seen. Hulk Hogan ever do a step over arm drag takedown, which like I have, and that was against Great Muda back right. in '93. But right now, would you like to see a Hogan in his current state wrestle? <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. Like dude would like throw out his back walking to the ring. It it, it took about three years to get to the ring, and then his back would break, and then he'd be screwed. So Hulk Hogan would not be able to wrestle. Um. I I just got an email and I'm, um, apparently I'm meant to be doing an, an interview with AJ Styles this week. Cool. Uh, Is that going to be for be, running the ropes? Uh, pa- well, apparently I'm meant to be doing like because uh, you know how teenage does like uh, media calls. Yes. Every month or so. Yes. Um, uh, apparently I'm meant to be on this one. Oh. Cool. Um, well, you know that's going to be going on for running the ropes in the very near future. Yeah, but it won't be it'll be me and like. Like a bunch of other guys. That's fine. Conference call. That's cool. Because I'll add the con- I will. I will give the SNS Nation a great gift. I will give them a personal Christmas gift this Christmas, and that will be the conference call with AJ Styles. How awesome is that? Aren't I cool, guys? Honestly, Anthony Ashley Shift. Aren't I a cool guy like that? I'll feature. I'll put that on the show. Hashtag no. Um, Hashtag yeah. over, baby. Apparently, apparently she wanted to stick. Awesome. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I'm maybe doing that. Because I was on one a few months back when I interviewed Dixie Carter. Right. So, that'd be fun. Um, what, else, what else do we have in the old news of the week? Um, I want to hear I, what he I, says I, about you on the on the call, really. <laughs> Just say, oh, this guy again. <laughs> Jesus! You seem to think that everyone hates me. I'm no, not, I don't think anyone hates you. I just think Magnus hates you. <laughs> Do I have to like? I just think they're joke. I just think you're on that level of popularity in the TNA locker room that they <laughs> that they like joke around with you, and they're just irritated with you by now. Like that effing foreign kid. God. <laughs> Why? <laughs> to, be, to, to be fair, when we spoke to the Brooklyn Twins, they said they were, that, that they were happy that I was at Bad for Glory. 
So no, but that's the see that's the Blossom Twins. They're not on the TNA on the main TNA roster yet. So like well, they don't count. <laughs> I'm not go away. Everyone Anthony me. Farley says it was Crelly who hired the Aces and Aces to take out Magnus. That exactly. I agree with that completely. How much did you have to pay Aces and Aces to take him out? <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that. <laughs> I'm just wondering, like, who 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 did you approach? <laughs> well, you know, you what, know is it is it true that Anthony before. Levine is an Aces and Eights? You can tell me in confidence. We're in a safe place here. Well. You know, if if you go back and watch Bound for Glory, I disappeared during the knockout match <laughs> because I was thinking of my eye. I go get changed into the 88 uniform. I, I, <laughs> you I grab the ski and mask and you're cut. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's what I did. <laughs> I'm, I'm the one with like, curly hair. Look at this guy. Me. <laughs> okay, so you're the curly hair. Okay, I'm going to go back and watch that now. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's me. I get punched around the face, but it, it was me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm like... I, I'm the one that bring back. I'm the one that brought back Devon Dudley. Me, me and him had a, had a great chat a few weeks prior. And um, just sat there. Uh, hey, um, can you do me a favor? Can you just go ahead and take out Magnus for me? I, I mean, grab that dart and just aim right for Magnus's throat. And that's yeah, what they that, did. Yeah, that that was pretty much the chat. Hor- yeah, horrible a- impression, by the way. I know I have a horrible accent. No, no, it's gonna be all Americans have poor accent of, of English. You all, you all put on like a posh accent, which I don't really get. I, <laughs> we, you know what we do? When we do an impression of an English accent. It always sounds Australian. No, 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 no. You put on like like a, like a, like, a, like a Northern accent. Like everyone does. I mean, I would say what's the difference, but that's for a whole nother show. <laughs> okay, difference. Way Barrett and William Regal. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so, let's move on here. What else do I have? So yeah, <sighs> teenage go into uh, San Diego, Texas. I will be there in the Anadome. I'm gonna go get drunk. Um, what else <laughs> do we have? Uh, I on Twitter. Hulk Hogan to thank DC Carter for putting up with all the BS. It was not mine. And apparently, there's been a like a be- much better buzz. Like say now in TNA, and I, I think it's true. I, mean, I, I think in recent weeks TNA has, has been much better than, than WWE. I can I I can knock it down and watch Raw, but I can sit down and watch Impact easily. I can too, but like, there's still <laughs> your English. <laughs> Shifty says in the chat, your English aren't much. You English aren't much better at American accents either. That's true. But anyway, um, I I forgot what we were talking about now. Oh yeah, yeah. I like Rob, but like I said, three hours is too much, um, and it just doesn't seem it just doesn't feel like a show like a good show after the first hour and a half of Raw. It never has, and now all of a sudden they're not, it doesn't look like they're going to stop doing the three hour thing anytime soon, which sucks enough as it is, and I just don't understand. But at least you know we have. At least we have a good storyline going on with, between CM Punk and Ryback. I like it. I like the Shield. I like. Um, I'm not a fan of how they go for uh, for the John Cena, Dolph Ziggler, AJ Angle, but that's just me. Well, apparently that's been put on the back burner. 
because of course we've we've seen pictures on on like social media of the fact that John Cena is now dating Bella. So they've now put that on the back burner, so fans will kind of forget about that, and then they bring it back in a few weeks' time. And but, I, mean, I, I mean, as good as the Bella twins look, do you? I think John Cena could have done better, in my opinion. I mean, because so he's John freaking Cena. What happens one day if John sleeps sleeps with, sleeps with the wrong Bella? Will him and like Daniel Bryan have a few? What if? What if in the middle of it? What if in the middle of it they switch, and then he notices like a, a change in the breast size, and he's like, "Oh wait, this ain't. You're not the right one, but I'll take it." Um. And then oops. Cena and Daniel Bryan go. She's my Bella. No, she's my Bella. <laughs> you can't give it. She's my. My yes, yes. No, I'm the husband. No, I'm the husband. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, Anthony no! Brought a point in the chat room. <laughs> Anthony brought a point in the chat room. One of the guys from Ascension was released. He, uh. I heard about that. I didn't think he'd get released, though. <laughs> yeah, he got released. Okay, if he, if he got released from NXT. Because of the DUI charge, why didn't Cameron, the Funkadactyl Cameron, get released when she had her DUI charge? Because she has great assets. No, but still, that just to me that just seems discriminating. Because of the it fact, is. because of the fact that one, she lost tough enough in the very first elimination, and I was happy to see her leave. But then now, if they're releasing this guy from from NXT for that, for the same exact charge, actually on a lesser charge, because he didn't bribe his way out of it. He didn't bribe the cop. No, he and punched he, the cop. Oh, he punched a cop. <laughs> okay. Okay. Never mind. I, I retract my, my question, but still. Actually, no, I don't retract the question. He was on a higher charge, but she still tried to bribe her way out of the charge. I bet she was probably trying to, to, to hit on him, too. But that's I another story. Ace is asking me to The Blossoms are all the better twins. The Blossoms are so much hotter, so much nicer than the better twins. It's because they're English. And they're awesome. It's because they have a sultry English accent. That Maverick loves. Mav- Maverick fell in love with, with, with them. They were cool. I, I liked them. They were nice. They were cute. They're cute. Don't worry. And they called it Happy <laughs> And then he probably says in the chat, Crelly can't afford to to uh, do to do to put out the hit. He spent most of his money to get the hit on Magnus. Well, uh, you know, but luckily over here the, the pound is stronger than than a dollar. So next paycheck, I can just get sent, to sneak to sneak one of the twins in there. But yeah, you couldn't afford it. I I did try. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's all my news for the week. That's all your news for the week. From the official new from the official news site of Running the Ropes, headlocks to headlines.com. Check it out. We got there's a lot more news. Um, we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna take our first commercial break when we get back could talk a little raw so that's gonna be fun uh for the most we're gonna try and make it fun at least so 
Uh, stay tuned. We'll be back right after this. Double U Stars and Feds, I am former WWE Diva Maria, and I am now the current First Lady of Ring of Honor. And you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. You've worked hard all your life, but then you get injured by a table, ladder, or chair. It's all too common. Hi, I'm WWE Superstar and high-powered attorney, David Otunga. If someone you know has been wronged by a table, ladder, or a steel chair, you need to come see me at WWE TLC, Tables, Ladders, and Chairs. What is up, my SNS peeps? I am the sensational sequel, Sensational Sean. And Ashley, too. Yes, it's still my name. I haven't changed it yet. If you don't know who we are, I mean, we have this really cool show on the SNS Radio Network. It's called The Open Book. We cover wrestling, any, like, big news that happens in the week, but we more so cover the pay-per-views. We talk about how they went and how we think they should have gone. We cover a thing called Fantasy Booking. We also cover all the biggest gaming news, games that have come out, and game reviews. Plus, we've got the latest from the world of film entertainment. Also, perhaps an off-so-regular performance by me in the reviews of movies, too. This is The Open Book. Catch us every week right here at the SNS Radio Network. Does listening to wrestling news live make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan? Would the Trey Dog drink the Velvet Sky's bathwater? <sighs> well, hello there, Velvet. some good bath water, baby. Listening to Wrestling News Live does make you a smarter, more knowledgeable wrestling fan, although it will not save you any money on your car insurance. Courtesy of Beyond the Bell, Nature Boy Ric Flair presents the Seasons of Pro Wrestling. 560, 41,000, 13, well, what? This? 560, 41,000, 2013, Five, sixteen, forty-one thousand, two, thirteen. Well, what? This? Woo! He's only a fourteen-time world champion. Never in my mind. Nate Shimon. I'll take credit for it. Seasons of love. Woo! Seasons of love. Woo! 
are into all things nostalgia and want to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling and sports entertainment, go beyond the bell every week on the SNS Radio Network. Hey, you. Yeah. Just a reminder, everyone, um, tonight, for UKJCC listeners, tonight is the basketball game between your 2012 San Jose City College Jaguars taking on the Cal Poly Mustangs, or sorry, Cal Poly Club basketball team. So check it out. It's going to happen tonight at 6 p.m. in the large gym located right by the Student Center and the library. This is Big Peter, and all I gotta tell you is listen to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. That's Running the Ropes at the Unchained Wrestling Network. Because I'm the Pomerati of hard shots to the body. That Paisan has got it going on. That fly Italian guy from SI. And it might be Booster Hashes, Buffalo Ratings. It's up to your dress. Go ahead and retweet that. All right, welcome back to Running the Ropes. I like Big Vito. Big Vito's a cool guy. I should get him on again, just to just to hang out on the show, just to talk about the show. Anyways, I'm Brian Maverick Bertrand. Welcome back to Running the Ropes. With me each and every week, unfortunately, is Chris Kelly. Chris, should we play? Should we should we play a little game? <laughs> what happened in the first twenty minutes of the show? Yeah, to recap on what happened in the show. <laughs> okay. I screwed up. I admit this. We're going to, uh, of course, archive listeners aren't going to have this problem as much um, because we will have to, we're going to re record the intro. So if you're listening in the archive, everything's cool. Um, if not, um, then I apologize for everyone in the chat room. So, yeah. Because he can't spell. And make and then we made that trend on Twitter. That's true. Hashtag Mav marks up. Mav marks up. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, we, but we will be fixing that. I don't know how that happened, but it it, it might be a small delay on uploading the uh, the archive this week. Probably I'll probably upload it on Friday tomorrow. So, uh, yeah, my bad. <laughs> so. Apparently, you are in charge of the ROH pay-per-views. You How am I in charge of the ROH pay-per-views? I'm, I'm like the farthest part away. And Acer, I know that's why I stopped the. That's why I stopped the commercial. I'm like, um, why? Why did I put the unplugged commercial in this commercial break? So I stopped it, and I promoted the basketball game tonight. Mav is special. Mav is special. Since the day I was born, baby. <laughs> anyway, we have a lot of stuff to cover. You know, I, I've been, I, I've had, I've been so busy with this radio station. We've been trying to get this basketball thing together, and it, it just, I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know what it is. But we have a show to do today, and I'm trying to pull up the air. It is. 
uh, I'm, we have a full show, so we have a lot of stuff to cover, so let's get into it some Monday Night Raw. And Raw taking place from Greensboro, North Carolina. I can't believe that stopped so abruptly. Uh, and uh, oh no, Jerry Lodge's been back for a couple of weeks now. Anyway, Raw. <laughs> come, go, go, come, have you? Oh, you, you want me to go, go ahead now? I was, I was out. waiting for you because you're the guy doing it, so I might as well go ahead. So it starts out yeah. with Daniel Bryan and Kane. Uh, Defeating, defeating uh, D- Darren Young and Titus O'Neil, the primetime players. And after the match, the Shield, I guess, onslaught commences as they start taking out uh, Team Hell No. Horrible name. Um, team friendship, brother. <laughs> team friendship. Team friendship. Team friendship would have made sense, but then again, it's Kane. It wouldn't have made sense, and it would have made Kane look stupid. Um. Anyway, John Cena's in the back with Sheamus. Cena thanked him for showing up. Uh, Cena's thanked by Sheamus for showing up on SmackDown the past weekend and putting him in the STF. Was that the one? Or was it? Yeah, carry on. Anyway, uh, uh, Cena said Cena obliges. Said it was, it was he got to beat up uh, Ziggler for his trouble, so it worked out. Uh, Z- uh, Sheamus dropped some Irish. Quote drops some Irish swagger according to this recap. Uh, so Cena tells him to keep it serious uh, uh, for the big show. Anyway, after that, AJ Lee defeats Tamina, surprisingly enough. Uh, and CM Punk walks down and holds up a sort of book. Um, so anyway, Punk and Heyman are talking in the ring holding the WWE encyclopedia and is complaining that punk is not mentioned in the book enough. Okay. Uh, Heyman puts over the fact that he, that punk will soon surpass John Cena's WWE champion and become the longest reigning WWE champion in the past 25 years. He actually has now already done that. Um, Heyman, uh, as of now, I think he's already done that. I believe uh, anyway, Heyman tries to make a point that Punk should be featured in WWE's version of Mount Rushmore. What the hell is that? What is the uh, WWE's version of the Mount Rushmore? What it was on .com, they had kind of like a who made up the like the founding like flaws of WWE. Founding was, flaws: Undertaker, Hulk Hogan, Bret Hart, and Shawn Michaels. Mm. Not, not Punk. Yeah, I can see that. I see why. Uh, anyway, the Miz, Miz comes out and tells the fans that they should sit down and enjoy themselves. Surprisingly enough, I guess this is a face turn. Uh, a poor one at that. Miz says that no one believes in things that Punk is claiming, but Punk asks who Miz is to pass judgment on him. Uh, and they go back and forth talking about the championship, WWE Championship reign, 
and Miz wants Punk to appear on Miz TV to take a lie detector test later in the show. Anyway, after that, John Cena and Sheamus uh, defeat, in the first hour's main event, rather, John Cena and Sheamus defeat Dolph Ziggler and The Big Show. Um, after that, uh, Damien Sandow defeats Santino. Uh, Brad Maddox makes an appearance, still speaking with Vicky, trying to convince her to give him a contract. She decides that she'll give him a match tonight instead. Uh, after that, Alberto Del Rio defeats Sin Cara. Vicky Guerrero comes down to the ring to introduce Vince McMahon, and when, now they make the mat. They make a match for uh, the TLC match for Dolph Ziggler against John Cena for Dolph Ziggler's WWE con- WWE Money in the Bank contract. Now I hope and pray, and they have to do this. Cena cannot win Money in the Bank. Uh, there is because... no freaking reason for this match. At least not the stipulation. At least not the stupid stipulation. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Okay. Cena already won the Raw one, all right? Yep. (laughs) I'm getting so heated over this. (laughs) Cena already won, okay? Yeah, okay. Let me me get up and and, and stand on my soapbox. All right. Now that I got it back from you from from Facebook... (laughs) That's a whole other story in itself. Uh, okay, John Cena won the raw money in the bank. He won the red briefcase. Okay, it's already documented. It's already documented that he cashed money in the bank. It's also documented that he lost the match. Yep. Why the hell is he go- getting the edge treatment into... Getting this shot for again, once again, for the Money in the Bank match. I don't understand because it. Secretly, Jordan is a bit of an OB back. Feed me more <laughs> briefcases. Feed me more briefcases. Feed <laughs> me more briefcases. He's the he's the Ryback of briefcases. But do you see my point? Yeah. Well, I I don't understand why he has to why he's so. Damn privileged to get another shot for the Money in the Bank contract. There is absolutely zero reason for this. I actually saw a uh, online meme of uh, and it and it, it was comparing John Cena and it, no, 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 when we open up the it, phone yeah, lines later, I want to get people's opinion on this because that's crap, dude. I I I, I, I know. I want to hear what pe- I want to hear what you, the people, have to say about this. So we're gonna to open up the phone lines later on in the show. Yeah, like I said, like, so, like, there's an online meme that, 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 that compared John Cena to AJ Styles, right? Right. They both debuted in their companies in '02, I, I believe. Uh-huh. They've both been they've both been the face of the, that company ever since. This year, due to some kind of scandal, neither of them have held the belt. This year. Ashley, as my name says in the chat room, uh, quote, because Cena wins the briefcase and fails to cash in that's su- in that successfully as well, uh, because he's banging a Bella. <laughs> I love that. Makes sense to me. There's no crying. There we go. I think we need to give Ashley the book. Give give, give Ashley the uh, the <laughs> give him the open book, right? Huh? Huh? Yeah? Yeah? That works. 
it's it, <laughs> it, right now because WWE are looking for new writers. I saw a listing on the website. <laughs> they are they are looking for new creative writers that maybe, maybe actually can take his, his skills and go and become a booker for I, WWE. If okay, if John Cena does win and he somehow. God knows what goes after the world champion and w- happens to win the world championship belt. I would personally love to see CM Punk, John Cena in a unif- in a title unification match to combine both of them into the new WWE title. That's it. That's the only way that'll work. I could possibly see Cena winning it, right? And then he and then he cashed it in at Money in the Bank. No, sorry, he cashed it in at, at, at WrestleMania. So we get uh, the Rock, Cena, Punk at Mania. Yeah, uh, that would be a cool. You know what? And honestly, that would be a cool WrestleMania match to see instead of Rock Cena two. Oh, Rock versus Punk. All three of them. But I'm just so pissed at the fact that. John Cena somehow has a push to get the money to get another shot at another Money in the Bank contract the same year that he lost it. Within the same year that he that he lost, it. it's a horrible idea. It was it, it probably look and John Cena himself is is probably going through the motions right now, saying, "Really, you're going to do this to me too?" I mean, you you. It's not like you have anyone else on the roster. And don't get me wrong. Cena wants to put other people over. Cena does not want to be... I mean, he enjoys it. Don't get me wrong. He likes the fact that he's the flagship guy for WWE. But, but. if you read if you read the reports that, I, I've, that I've read, he's going through the motions of, no, of non-enjoyment. I don't, I, I don't understand. <laughs> Ashley says in the chat... Uh, we all know, Ashley is my name, says in the chat, we all know Ultimate Warrior will win the briefcase and go cash in against Hulk Hogan at lockdown. <laughs> sweet! Oh, sweet, I'll be there. I'll, I'll be there. I, yeah. Dude, you know what? That'll be worth it. That will be worth it. Thank you, Ashley. That's a hell of a booking. So, I, but I just don't understand why <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm sitting back down. I think I I think if uh, I I think Dudley should catch in on the on the Divas champion. That'd be funny. <laughs> just just have uh, Vicky Guerrero run in and win the briefcase, and so she could take on uh, take on one of the divas. No, no, just ju- just have just have Ziggler get bored, yeah. get drunk, and then catch in on, <laughs> on, on, on the divas. You know what? I you know I, I like this a lot I love this but uh, I'm I'm bored I want to go for a title Vince go for a title I'm I'm, I'm gonna come out now and cash it in so who's who's the Davis champion right now uh, I don't keep up uh, with e. it so I don't know okay E hey E hey I'm coming for you N word I. <laughs> I, I can't I, I'm I'm doing it now I don't care. That's that's gonna be Dolph Ziggler, guaranteed. I like I like the butterflies. I want the belt. I, I like butterflies. I like I butterflies. The- and I, I, I I'm going for the belt. Not there, right? <laughs> Not there. It's booking 101. Yes. That that that's what what'll happen if um 
Oh no, I don't want to. I don't want to say anything bad. I'm, I'm not going to say anything bad. I don't want to because I, I'm looking for potential interviews on my bucket list, and if I say anything bad, it's gonna it's gonna ruin that. So, anyway, do, what, do you want it? Do you want it into interview New Jack? Is that is that who? who no, 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 no. <laughs> Dude, he, dude, he, he would knife you through the phone. He, he, yes, he will find a way to shoot me through the phone. Guaranteed. Have you watch? Anthony <laughs> Farley says, yeah, Ashley says, as his music continuously plays in the background. Guaranteed. Uh, Ashley, Anthony Farley says, that was booking 101 from Shane Douglas' Extreme Reunion. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> okay, so... I'm a little drunk right now, so check this out. So, Tommy Dreamer is going to get thrown off the top of a building. He's going to die. Okay? He's going to really die. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> so, that's how it's going to happen. Anyway, uh, then, uh, let's uh, move on here. We will pile drive of every sky onto a chair so she gets injured, and then push Matt Hardy off the top rope so he can get knocked out. That there's good booking. Yeah. So it, it's pretty. Yeah. It, it's insane. <laughs> um, yeah, anyway, so, uh, Karen, uh, Karen, we recap. <laughs> she says, "You don't want to say anything bad. You shouldn't have started. The show shouldn't have started." Um, anyway, <laughs> Randy Orton. De- Randy Orton defeats Brad Maddox in his match. Um, uh, right, 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 right. You know how I hate Randy Orton, right? Yes. Okay, this week my TV turned off and broke. <laughs> it actually broke. Yes, I had. I had. My, I, I, I had to get my new, a new TV. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> oh, that sucks, dude. <laughs> so, Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Let alone. Me. Let alone the fact that this is the first Randy Orton match you stayed awake for. Yeah, the the TV had to go and break. Good God! <laughs> Literally, all I was I hear voices, voices. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Oh wow! <laughs> that's yeah, funny. That's, <laughs> that's probably what happened to the TV. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> that's funny. Uh, anyway, after the match, Vicky's yelling at someone named Chad Robinson in her office. No clue who he is. Referee. That's why. Okay, that's why I thought. Uh, that uh, isn't he, Little Nate? Chad yeah. Robinson. That's why. Okay, that's right. Uh, anyway, Ziggler. Ziggler walks in, not happy. Vicky. Vicky says she had no choice with Vince standing right there. Uh, Dolph points out that he already had to defend his case once this year to Chris Jericho, uh, and he walks away in disgust. Paul Heyman walks in now, into the shot, and stares nose-to-nose with Vicky. Wow, that's a disturbing image. Um, she tells him... For, uh, so you, what? You have a walrus face-to-face with yet another walrus. Yeah, two walruses facing each other. Um, it's like... Uh, I could make an analogy, but then I don't want to ruin anyone else's day by putting that by burning that image into their heads. So I'm gonna be nice. Anyway, 
<laughs> anyway. I am loving, I am loving the response to the chat to uh, my you breaking. <laughs> oh, he gets on. Hell no. No, it isn't. <laughs> oh, no, it ain't. Not this TV, son. Uh, Skinnox, uh, where was I here? Pony walks in the shot stairs, knows it's Vicky. She tells him that for the sake, for his sake, he better not hope, he better hope that Punk is telling the truth. Cena knocks on the door and walks in the office, wants to thank Vicky for the match. He certainly wasn't expecting it, and he was the first person to cash in and lose earlier this year, so he is grateful for another shot. F you, John Cena! Uh, love Cena. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> I don't know where that came from. Uh, Vicky pulls out two bows that have pictures of Cena on them in his colors, okay? And she says they were found in AJ's locker room, and she had the locker room cleaned out. I don't understand that. Anyway, Ted. Uh, after that, Teddy Long comes out to the entrance ramp, and Kofi Kingston, R-Truth, Antonio Cesaro, and Webb Barrett are all in the ring for a tag match, of course. Uh, Teddy announces that it will now be a fatal four-way championship match. The WWE Universe. The world is now ending. He broke a he broke a tag match. World ending. And what's funny is that he made it. That was the raw active match of the night to whether they want to defend Kofi's whether Kofi has to defend his Intercontinental Championship or if Cesaro yeah. wants to defend his U.S. Championship. Since yeah. when the hell was Teddy Long a GM again? Can someone he's answer not, that for he's me? The assi- he's the assistant manager to to Teddy Long. Uh, sorry, to uh, Booker yeah. So apparently that gives him power. Yeah, anyway, that was dumb. Anyway, um... Uh, where... I guess there was no end to it? No end to the match? No, there was. Uh, oh, no, there was. Uh, no, Ces- Cesaro uh, won. Cesaro won because it was for the U.S. title, and he retained his championship. Anyway, after that... Uh was Miz TV, the big moment of the night where Miz called out CM Punk to have the lie detector test in which it was interrupted by the Shield attacking the Miz. Team Hell No hits the ring, get beaten down even more. Ryback comes in, makes his way down to the ring, and Numbers Game finally catches up, and they're beaten down and go back into the crowd, uh, to which Punk climbs back up in the ring and stands over the fallen Miz, and asks if Miz wants to ask him any more questions. Punk's music hits. They start to celebrate. Ryback slides back in the ring and gives uh, sets uh, gives Punk the shell shock. The move connects, and the crowd roars. Raw, and uh, and that's going to be the end of that. So, um, I guess from what I read, which I did catch some of it this week, um, I give it a C. Because I mean, it did it did do what it did. It just wasn't fun to watch. I well, I saw some of it, and then my internet died. So it's, uh, sorry, my my sorry, my TV died. Not my 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 TV died. So I give it a giant fu WWE <laughs> because of Randy Orton, right? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Randy Orton get <laughs> Acer pretty much says that Randy Orton gave Crowley's TV an RKO. Um, I might be no so no so that. Yeah. Um. Uh. Anyway, Anthony Farley. Uh, I agree with Anthony Farley saying that he's in complete support of Antonio Cesaro. 
He is gold. I agree. You know, uh, Claudio Castagnoli has always proven himself to be a great wrestler, and he's. I think now that he's in WWE, he he can definitely adjust to that style. And it's going to be a matter of time before this, we see the Kings of Wrestling reunite. So that's going to be cool. So well, I think you know that apparently um, Cesaro, um, the Mir, Dolph Ziggler, they're they're going to be like um, uh, uh, those guys. Um, way back will be like the four main guys. Next year, which is cool. That's I, fine. I, I like how Wade Barrett should be a world champion right now. Wade, Wade Barrett, Barrett should Wade Barrett. be, but they need to change up his entrance. I hate his theme song. I hate his th- theme song with every inch of my being. His and Justin Gabriel's. But Justin Gabriel's low enough to where it doesn't matter. So. Yeah, but you love Justin Gabriel's f- theme song. It's fine. Yeah. So anyway, I think there you you, you come into joke then. No, I I, I I guess I did. I, I'm doing like five other things at once while I'm doing the show. It was just a cardinal rule. I should not be doing that, but I am. Because you told me before that you hate his theme song. I I just hate. I, I absolutely hate his theme song. Well, I'm so upset right now. I'm afraid. I still have no storylines. Really. I'm, I'm a year in, and there's no storylines. Really? That's weird. Like, literally. It's probably because you're on the PS3 version, and I got Xbox. That's right. Yeah, Suck it. Literally, right? Jinder Mahal versus Ted DiBiase versus Hunico was the main event of my last show. Oh, wow. That's been the, that, that <laughs> been the main event for the last year on my show. <laughs> yeah, you might have to start over then. And none of them are world champion. You know what like, you should do? You know what I did um, that that set up some of that? I combined, I, I set up a whole new uh, roster, and I combined everyone. I combined both rosters into one and had one major show and one minor show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of course, my, main sh- my major show is Nitro, and my m- minor show is Thunder. I just want to get um, I just want to get the WCW pay per views right so I could do that, but I can't get I cannot get more than one ring. <laughs> I can't get three rings or two rings, which sucks because I want to do war games. <laughs> I really wanted war games for some reason. So anyway, uh, Mavic loved war games. I loved war games. It was a great it was a great pay per view. I, I I watched it as a kid. It was great. In World War Three, oh my! Don't get me started on World War Three, man. But anyway, we got we 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 got night to do what you want. Yeah. So anyway, um, there. Okay, I'm deciding to in in lieu of boycotting WWE, I will because to to make a better show. To keep consistent with WWE. <laughs> yes, Anthony, I love the game. I love the movie War Games as well. So there you go. Um, anyway, to keep consistent with running the ropes, to keep it you know kosher enough to where I will be continuing to cover Raw and to the best of my ability or lack thereof, I will still watch Raw. But 
I will not contribute to any ratings. I will pirate WWE. And that's a bold statement to make. Because I cannot watch Raw Live. I'm sorry. And I and I can't watch it on DVR because that's always being filmed. But it's always recording other crap. So. Just get just drink. Just drink. drink. Just get drunk while watching Raw. And yeah, it's awesome, man. I did. I did that during last week. I uh, I watched Impact. Just so go to a bar and watch it and just, like, have five or six Long Island iced teas real good and just get just S-faced. Completely S-faced. Yeah. That, I, that see on, on, I see on, on WWE 13 they put out the uh, new DLC. I heard about that. Right back, AJ Lee. And apparently it corrupts your universe, which is fantastic. It corrupts the universe. So, again, again, because you're on PS3. Yeah, I said it. I said it. That's great, because maybe if I buy the DLC and then corrupt my game, it'll go back to normal. If you corrupt the corrupted, <laughs> does, it, does it go back to normal? Maybe. It'll go back <laughs> Is to it a and, double and, negative? And, 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 does it go back to normal? <laughs> so, anyway. But... See, but I, but only, only, the only reason why I'm saying that I will pirate WWE is because it goes back to why I wanted to boycott it in the first place. Why isn't this going? Because, I mean, there, there's a lot of hypocrisy in there. Three hours is too much to watch live nowadays. I mean, back when Nitro did it, it wasn't as bad. Um, yeah. The blatant cop, you know, the teenage blatant copying that I mentioned last week was was just not cool. Um, oh, dude, it, it, it is so funny on, on social media to uh, to see the people bicker back and forth about WWE stealing ideas from TNA, TNA stealing ideas from WWE, and I said it on Twitter. Wrestling is one giant circle. Like at some point, well, some see, idea yeah, was, but that only well, that mainly applies to recycling old angles. I mean, dude, I mean, even for the features, most part. I mean, right, right now, both both companies have a big a big faction running around. Right. T- uh, TNA did, uh, WWE did still the idea of having the voiceover. But, I mean, it, if you look ever since uh, Hawkeye and Bishop joined TNA, TNA have improved on a kind of visual standpoint. So, I mean, I'm just tired of, the, of, of this whole back and forth. Like people picking sides. I'm an, I'm I'm fan of wrestling. If if one show upsets me, I go watch the other. I, it doesn't bother me. It really doesn't bother. Exactly. Me. It doesn't I, bother I, me to do what I'm doing. It doesn't bother me to pirate WWE mainly because I refuse to you know give it any thought. But at the same time, I want to be able to see what's going on instead of just reading spoilers or reading results. You know what I mean? I like to keep my own notes. But I'm. But I'm like, Go ahead. But what, what, what I know is, is, is people like they sit online and moan about wrestling, and it's to the point where I'm like, okay, it's easy to turn it off. Is, Just turn it off if you don't like it. This is what pisses me off, though, m- mainly about like TNA haters, 
is that if you're if you're going to just badmouth TNA or anything, or basically anything in general, if you're going to badmouth anything in general and not contribute to the post that's going on, why freaking post about it? Why post I mean, your hate they, for it? I mean, I, I get mean, your they, opinion, they but I mean, there's a time and a place for everything. You know, you can't. I mean, if you're not going to contribute, don't post. I think. That's why there's moderators on forums that have a sense of, oh, well, that have that have this mentality. Like, why are you even talking then? Why why are you complaining so much that you don't like it, but yet we're talking about it? So what's the point of you talking smack about it? But I mean, there's there's someone on on the SNS page. I can't remember the name. Mm-hmm. And whenever someone posts something about about teenage, they're like, oh yeah, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down, shut it down. What 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 would that do? What I mean, I don't. It's get been it. proven when the invasion happened too, and I agree with you completely. Shut it down. Shut it down. Okay, they did that with WCW. Look how horrible WCW went as soon as WCW shut down. Yeah, I mean, the invasion WWE angle was botched. I mean, if 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 WWE have the competition, they will get lackadaisical. I mean, right now, okay, they aren't on par with WWE, right? But they're still around, and they still watch it. And I I'm personally, like, you know what? If the if WWE sets the par for for wrestling, I would rather not see TNA go to that level. I would rather not see TNA in terms of product go to WWE's level at all. Because three hours of John Cena is a little much. Three hours of the same matches over and over again. I would rather not see AJ Styles go into another match with Chris Daniels. I'm done with that. And like the thing is, right, I, I, I'm, I'm not sat here on my high horse saying that I can speak wrestling. But I do actively try and like kind of support wrestling. I mean, hell, I'm flying back to America next, in, in March to to go watch product. Right. And I'm, like, last year, I, I can't remember who else. Oh, okay, I'll speak to Tara, and I go to her. This like this now, this now sucks. The the actual women's division sucks. And she goes, Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, and I Anthony, will have to tell someone they suck. Yeah. It, it sucks. I would never. I, I I hate to tell people that a certain thing in wrestling sucks because it could have good points to it. And Anthony Farley sets a great. He says something very contributing to this. He says in the chat room, "quote It's easier for people to uh, be slash complain about something going on with wrestling than to compliment on something." And Acer follows up, certain people can be so critical of things they are seeing these days, no doubt. And I agree, because we know, you know, the fans know, the the, the hardcore fans, and it sucks because we're the hardcore fans that WWE never wants to associate themselves with ever again. Except for when they have the Paul Heyman shirt out, and that just gets sold out quick. Bit of breaking news, I, I know earlier I told you about Velvet Sky rejoining TNA. Eric Young has also announced that he's rejoined TNA as well. Yes! Yes! Eric, Eric, Eric Young just kind of Twitter that he's re-signed with TNA. Good! 
Good. That there, fantastic. So then, what's going to go on with the show then? Well, I'm guessing that because I, I believe he's filmed two seasons already, right? Right. So he he he. So he's got downtime that. then. So right now he's free to do what he wants. Okay. Well, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take another commercial break. When we get back, we're opening up the phone line, so get your comments, questions ready to go. We're, we're going to be, uh, we will be right back, right after this. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! It's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you, suck it. You've worked hard all your life, but then you get injured by a table, ladder, or chair. It's all too common. Hi, I'm WWE Superstar and high-powered attorney, David Otunga. If someone you know has been wronged by a table, ladder, or a steel chair, you need to come see me at WWE TLC. Tables, ladders, and chairs. <laughs> Let's go to our ring announcer. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. What is up, my SNS peeps? I am the Sensational Sequel, Sensational Sean. Ashley, too. Yes, it's still my name. I haven't changed it yet. If you don't know who we are, I mean, we have this really cool show on the SNS Radio Network. It's called The Open Book. We cover wrestling, any, like, big news that happens in the week, but we more so cover the pay-per-views. We talk about how they went and how we think they should have gone. We cover a little thing called fantasy booking. We also cover all the biggest gaming news, games that have come up, and game reviews. Plus, we've got the latest from the world of film entertainment. Also, perhaps an off-so-regular performance by me in the reviews of movies, too. This is The Open Book. Catch us every week right here at the SNS Radio Network. The World Heavyweight Championship comes back home where it belongs to the It Factor of professional wrestling. 
On December 8th at Final Resolution, can Bobby Roode become the it factor of professional wrestling yet again? Will Jeff Hardy be the man to carry TNA Wrestling into 2013? Who will walk out of Final Resolution with the TNA World Heavyweight Championship? TNA Wrestling and Direct Auto Insurance present Final Resolution, live Sunday, December 9th, only on pay-per-view. Carrie Silicon from Ring of Honor, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Alrighty, welcome to Running the Ropes. That's uh, that stopped kind of prematurely. <clears throat> Sorry, my life, right? Anyway, uh, yeah, thank you for that. Yeah, you're fired. Get out of here. Anyway, um. <laughs> Uh, phone lines are open now. Hit us up. Uh, area code is 408-293-0870. Once again, 408-293-0870. Call in. Give us your comments. Give us all that stuff because we love you guys. Just don't cuss. That's the only thing I ask. Do not cuss. So, yeah. But um, I I don't know. I'm just I'm still irritated at the fact that John Cena has a Money in the Bank shot again. It's fine. He yeah. won't win. Hopefully, hopefully Ziggler will, will retain, and then can we Cena again? Can we once again say if Cena wins, we riot? Like the yeah, old sign wins, went. I'm gonna be like boycotting. I I I actually boycott WWE because for me you're gonna boycott because, WWE. Wow. Because bear in mind WWE is on at like seven. Oh, sorry, four in the morning my time. So, so it'd be easy for me. Easy for me to boycott. Yeah, that's true. Like, yeah. <laughs> you just go right to sleep. It's fine. I, did I, I like I didn't watch uh, Raw last week. I, mean, I missed Raw last week completely. That's I mean, cool though. Crazy. It is great. I can miss it. Uh, I can miss Raw easily. It doesn't. It doesn't affect me. <laughs> so that that works out perfectly then. Because I've got Ash, I've got Ashley doing the recap, uh-huh. and then if and then if if need be, I, I can read that if I want to know what happens in Raw. Right. It's, it's, it's simple. It's totally simple. I like it. Simples. See, that there is the advantage of do, uh, of living in England. We can watch Raw at night or go to bed. I like you because you guys are programmed to watch Raw. You can't help but watch Raw. You have to watch it. We have to we watch don't. it. Why do I have Vince to watch it? Because he's Vince McMahon, is that why? Yep. Jack. Vince yeah. McMahon, like... Maverick, watch Royal. You're fine. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this now since no one's calling in at the moment. Um, something I found out, I found on WWE. This is also posted on, posted on the SNS Facebook page, so check this out. I thought the drawing of CM Punk in this was cute, by the way. Because he's not fat. I'm going to pause it right here. Damien Sandow cannot sing for... Uh, it's probably because of his character, but wow, that was horrible. It was only like <laughs> four words, and 
I'll buy a land on hand. Ugh. Yes, no, yes, no. Okay, yes. I'm not going to sing. <laughs> I like Kane. I'm not going to sing. I'm like right back. The best in this whole world. I know that is not true. Excuse me, don't you start a fight? Can you dig it? You sing too. I think it's so corny. Yeah, 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 blah, blah, blah. You made a donation. Thank you. Thank you for making a donation on my behalf. So that, just so that I don't have to. You're awesome, guys. Awesome. Thank you, WWE. That, I, do, I do love that, li that little, um, that little bit of man. Yeah. You're fired. <laughs> that was cool. I like that. Um, we but, need more random bit of man to play like that. Like, little cartoons. More, like, more. Like, <laughs> The, do, you know, do you know how we have a do, do we puppet H on on a Are you serious? Right. We need puppet McMahon. Puppet McMahon. Puppet Vince. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I can see that happening. Uh, That's what we need. But again, once again, the phone number is four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero. Once again, four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero. Call in with any comments on Raw. Any comments on Impact this last week? Uh, especially with the whole Austin Aries, Bully Ray, Brooke Hogan, Hulk Hogan type deal. Talk about anything on SNS. Anything they mentioned on S on WNL? Call in. Call out Maverick for not for, for forgetting to record half the show. Yeah, you could do that too, I guess. So I don't know. I I just think it's I just think it's uh, it's funny. It's always my problem. So, but it makes sense. That's fine. But anyways, do that. Do that. The the times that I have recorded the show, we've never had those problems. You never recorded the show. Yeah, I have. No, you haven't. I have. You did once, and that was it. No, I, I did. If I, that I did like three in a row and interviews. Three in a row. Sorry. Oh no, you did do three. You did, no, that's right. You did do three in a row. That's right. Because I, because I couldn't. I wasn't home those days. That's right. Exactly. Anyways, we do have a caller on the line. Caller, who's this? Hey, yo, guys, it's L Train. L Train, what's going on? I forgot you were listening. Yeah, I just caught it and I heard that number, but I dialed the wrong thing. So uh, luckily, I just heard it given out again. So I decided to ring in. Probably, uh, <laughs> what's up, man? It's been a long time since I've spoken to you live, and Maverick, first time I've ever spoken to you, man. Yeah, hey, you know, I, 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 I'm honored. I am honored that you're talking to me live right now. You keep too much praying on me, geez. Both representing Cali. Exactly, there you go, exactly. Uh, but at least it's another voice outside of Crelly, right? Oh, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Next week on Running the Roof, Epic Rap Battle, part two. <laughs> anyway, what's going on, El Train? <laughs> hey, not, hey, not much. Um, first of all, Barukata Marayateta for anybody who was hoping to hear a Hebrew reading of the Bible this week, but I guess you're not going to get that. <laughs> hey, 
That was, again, that wasn't me. That was someone else. That was someone else's work. I just didn't notice it was on that. <laughs> I swear. It was, I didn't mean to, for that to happen last week. <laughs> oh, that was, it was hysterical when I was trying to catch the feed, and then when I heard the archive, I was like, oh, okay, that's what happened. <laughs> Jackal. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway uh, you, know, I, you were just bringing up the whole thing about your one of people's opinion on uh, Ziggler and his whole Money in the Bank uh, thing with Cena going on at TLC. Um, you know, I've never been one to really try and do the whole you know fantasy booking thing, but I've been I've been, I've been kind of waiting on this, thinking about something that the WWE could do that could really make this you know stand out or something like that. And you were kind of going into my, my train of thought a little bit um, about what happens if, if Cena wins or something like that. Right. I kind of I kind of posted on this yesterday when somebody brought up, you know, that you know, Cena's going to win, or, or maybe it was a, a day or so ago on a Facebook page. Um, this, this is my whole theory about not only how they could still make this work, but how leading up to WrestleMania, along with, you know, Punk and the run he's had, how they could make Ziggler perhaps the biggest thing in WWE and really make him do something historic. Yeah, right. but, I mean, what has he already done now that he hasn't done yet? You know, what is there left that he hasn't done yet? Considering he's been there since O two, he's already a, pretty much a... He wasn't... No, he's a Triple Crown champion. A Grand Slam champion. He was U.S. champion. Of course, that, that brought in the whole first-time spinner belt. Then you had the tag team champions with uh, Wade Barrett when he was in Nexus. When he was forced to be in Nexus. And then now, he was he's got a 10-time WWE champion. So, what else is there left that he could accomplish? Well, there's nothing really for Cena. I'm thinking about how they can make Ziggler the biggest. Uh, they're gonna have to make Zig- they're gonna have to make Ziggler look huge for that. I agree. Well, th- well, th- is, uh, this, this is what I'm thinking about: how everything could go from TLC to WrestleMania. Like, I'm thinking with the whole fact that they had Ziggler, you know, get all angry at Vicky because of the stunt she pulled on Monday. I'm thinking that he could beat Cena at TLC. I think either because AJ either gets so infatuated, if gets so infatuated, if they keep that up, and um, and then uh, retained, he splits up with, and that kind of helps him turn face. Now, now this is where things get a little tricky, but I think it could be something historic. I think have it Ziggler, can be too. Have, oh, sorry about that. Um, have Ziggler hold on to money in the have Ziggler hold on to money in the bank, win the Royal Rumble, face Punk win the WWE title, and he cashes in money in the bank and wins the world title and unifies the belts at WrestleMania 29. That would be a great swerve, I think. And at the same time, I think it'll work, but then that takes away... uh, While it is really cool to see, it still takes away from um, the the main event matches at WrestleMania, too, because he... Because now it's like the tradition is have a world title match, then a Divas title match, then a WWE title match. Then you're taking out one of the titles. But that's why, that's at, at the same time, that's why I'm seeing it become like if it, it comes to a point where they will do something like that. If John Cena wins, or it could also apply to Dolph Ziggler too. If, if it does happen and they're doing that, then they should have a unification match. It should be a unification match at WrestleMania. 
So yeah, I mean, I mean, you th- I mean, you think about it. I mean, like I said, we've already got Punk established. As much as they've been doing the Ziggler, doing him raw by jobbing him out left and right to every opponent they have him in. Right. Have within the next three or so months, really book him strong. Have him start winning more and make him that next plateau by making him the the champion and uniting both belts. Because we know he could carry it. Oh yeah, you know it. And at the same time, they they put so much emphasis on Punk becoming the longest reigning WWE champion in the last twenty five years, and which now he surpassed, I guess. But it's it just doesn't seem like it's uh, it doesn't seem normal with that. So I don't know. But I agree. I agree completely. Well, they don't have either of them job out to Orton. I'm sure we'll be fine with it. I know Crowley will be. <laughs> I think we all are. I think Crowley's TV will be okay with that. <laughs> so, anyways, thank you, L Train. Uh, no was there anything else you wanted to mention about it, though, or? Mm, what I really think of, like, like I said, that was just been the main thing that's been bouncing around my head for the past week, you know, thinking about how that could work. Odds are, no one WWE, that probably won't happen, so all we could, all I can do is hope that Cena doesn't win the briefcase, because, I mean, if that, if that happens, you pretty much killed any 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 buildup you had with Dolph. I mean, you've kind of been doing that the past few weeks, but... Yeah, I yeah, I agree, so... Anyway, thank you, L-Train, for coming on, and we'll see you later. All right, peace, guys. All right, bye bye. That was L Train. Uh, phone lines are back on. If you want to call in, area code four zero eight two nine three zero eight seven zero. I'm gonna keep the phone lines open for another five minutes. So uh, then we'll go ahead and go to our interview, and we have another caller. Caller, who's this? This is Anthony. Anthony, what's up? Uh, first off, Brad, the Hebrew hour is not happening tonight. Ah, <laughs> uh, shut up. <laughs> uh. Okay, back to the Cena thing. Well, since you're off the soapbox, maybe I can use it. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I agree that they cannot have Cena win this, uh, that match. They, they cannot. Because freaking Dolph is, like, he's punching that freaking ceiling to get through. And they just do that. He's, like, and down he's, there again. And you know what? He's making the cracks. He's getting there. I love, I love Dolph Ziggler. I love the fact that he's stepping up and really taking it forward because God knows there's more people on the WWE roster than just John Cena. I mean, he's not even the, he's not even the WWE champion and yet he's still getting more, more of a push than your WWE champion. But look at the guys he's now been facing. He's been facing Dolph. Each match they have has been good. The match against Sandow main event last week was good. Surprisingly so he's winning, good. but he's still at least um, giving these guys a chance more times than not to show them that showcase them. Yeah, and he he's becoming more open to making other people look good. He's still working, but he's making it look like everyone is really fighting for that win against John Cena. Yeah, showing that apparently there's cracks in Cena's armor, and that yeah, Cena's more open. But last time he was more open, it cost him a divorce. <laughs> wow. He's full of them today, folks. <laughs> um, but because what happens like, in, like next week or the week before the pay per view that Dolph's all complain that why in the heck do I have to defend my um case? I want like this, and then Cena can come out like this. You won the match. You want to prove that you're better than me. So why not you do this? Put your put your shot on the line. Because what happens if you're wrong? And in that case, it was what made you so special. 
But yeah, but then I I see I like to see what L Train if L Train's prediction would go through to where he does uh win Royal Rumble, he cashes in money in the bank that same night to win the world title and then goes on to WrestleMania for the WWE title. I like that idea. Yeah, or he can go to WrestleMania and like this, you know what? Because um, let's say like the winner of the Rumble gets the WWE title shot. Mm-hmm. And Dolphin like this, you know what? I'm making my WrestleMania moment right here, right now. I'm catching my shot at, at Mania. Right, and that, but at the same time, too, I'm also looking at the way Miz had his money in the bank while he was WWE champion. Because he won it a little bit. He won it the very next month after Money in the Bank. And he held on to that Money in the Bank briefcase still. And he still, you know, had that. So it was basically like he had an, It was basically like he he had money in the bank, but then he got that green mushroom and had that extra life, and just had that going. So I, I like that idea too. But at the same time, do we do we know if that's going to happen? Uh, I think Miz actually cashed in the case to win the belt. He didn't have the case when he won the title. No, no, no. I I remember he had the title though. No, that was well, the U.S. Yeah. title. Oh, okay, wrong about. Never mind. Okay, you're right. No, you're right. But hey, I still, I, w- I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that swerve. That's true. And here's a question: Where's the table match for the pay per view? Um, that's a good question. Yeah, we, we know the chair match between uh, Sheamus and Big Show. We have a TLC match between Zena or C- Cena and Ziggler. No, that's a ladder match. The TLC. He matches the Shield versus Hell No right back. Oh, okay, so that so the the Cena Ziggler is going to be a ladder match. Yeah. Well, that's stupid. I say there should be the TLC match with Dolph, and then make the table match a six man tag. Yeah, but then it's TLC pay per view, so you got to add like something extra to it, especially with the way the Shield's going, so that works. Um, but the table match idea, I could see that happening for someone very soon. I mean, you. St- well, when when is when is uh, TLC? Is it this Sunday? Next Sunday. Next Sunday. So this you Sunday still have the a right? Okay, you're right. You're right. So yeah, next week I could I could see that happen. You have two good weeks to fill it in, to put in a last minute match. Yeah, I mean they couldn't have. I remember the rumor was for a TLC uh, tables match or something with the uh, tag titles, but with Rey Mysterio freaking doing whatever. Yeah, but then he's been pulled off of TV. That's true, and Sin Cara, well, at least, he had a good match. I don't them. trust Sin Cara with a table match, to be honest. I don't trust him with a match. Just... <laughs> I don't I don't even trust him with a match because of the goofy lighting. I know, when I saw he was facing Del Rio, I'm like this. So I'm going to search the guys. One of them might try to shank the other. Oh, wow. That was not me. The views expressed by the audience does not reflect me. Oh, I'll admit that. <laughs> But no, no, I, I like the, I like the idea. I mean, I'm wondering myself who's going to be the, in the tables match this time around because we don't have that idea. We don't have that bit of that sense of um, what can I say? The, the sense of build up for it, not yet anyway. But then, like I said, there's still a couple of weeks left, and we'll see what happens. So yeah, I mean, that'd be AJ doing a table dance. I'll count that as it. <laughs> I wouldn't well, mind having AJ in a, in a table, but that's... Yeah, we're having to make uh, Tamina versus AJ again a table match. Oh, wow. Uh, they did a table match with Divas before. That's true. I just can't see that happening anymore, though. Not with the Divas, anyway. Especially because 
if if Tamina power bombs AJ through a table, the table's not going to break. AJ will, but not the table. <laughs> and do the sit out one, and she takes the blow. She's going to have to. <laughs> That's the only way I can see that happening. And um, you're all talking about the NXT and uh, with not Black Ryback or whatever you call Ry- them. Ryback. Yeah. Do you think they have to have um, Tyler Black lose the NXT title soon? Seth Rollins? Uh, yeah, I mean, if he's going to be called up to the main roster, he's going to have to lose it. Yeah, he's supposed to have tapings, I think, tonight. So, most likely, they're going to have to lose the belt these tapings. Yeah, like, that's going to be the, the main thing I'm going to, I'm expecting. But if not, hey, you know what? Have him defend the NXT title on Raw. Boom. There's a good match. Yeah, and if he's going to lose it, lose it to somebody who's not already on the main roster of WWE, not like Ginger Mahal or something like that. Mr. Apu Apela Piccolo. <laughs> yeah, really. I I agree with that. I think if they're going to have to do it, then they're going to have he's going to have to lose it to someone on NXT. Invite someone from NXT up to the up to Raw for one night only for a dark match or a tryout match, a live tryout match in front of a major audience. And it, it and they could use it to promote um, NXT. And you know me, I like to promote, especially that ba- basketball game tonight at six. Uh, yeah, you almost wanted to promote Unplug. You know what's ended. <laughs> yeah, and I know. See, and I, I when I when I put those together, I fully knew Unplugged was gone. <laughs> and I did it. So there you go. Anyway, uh, but yeah, they could they could promote um, uh, NXT. Say it's our exclu- it's our exclusive YouTube uh, show, bringing you the latest and greatest and up and coming talent. Uh, recently called up from the independent circuit, and you can catch NXT exclusively on on YouTube at youtube.com forward slash WWE Nation or Fan Nation or whatever you want to. Uh, no, you can't. It'll get it from Hulu Plus. Oh yeah, okay. They're gonna promote Hulu. Yeah, you're right. They're gonna promote it from Hulu Plus. And um, I said. In the chat, and you agree that Cesaro is like an up-and-comer, or he should be in the main event soon? He is so talented. I love that guy. Main event. I mean, WrestleMania. Sheamus versus Antonio Cesaro again. Right. Because this can be like how they did with Triple H and Sheamus a couple years ago at Mania. <laughs> Ashley says in the chat room, uh, or he said in the chat room earlier, I feel like uh, I've walked into a special episode of Cheaters. <laughs> Jerk. But yeah, who's Woody. Ashley, I said. Anna, but who's Woody? Woody, the bartender. Oh yeah, uh, uh, cheaters, not cheers. Oh, cheaters. <laughs> anyway, and the host got shanked in that one too. That's true, huh? <laughs> anyway, but yeah, I, I I think that with with everything going on, I I think that could definitely work out. I mean, with Seth Rollins on Raw, it'd be great promotion for the show. Uh... But then, who would he defend it against? That's that's the question. I'm just saying, like he's going. Let's say, right, on his last night, like I'm going to w, uh, the main roster, and like this, I'm taking the belt with me, and you're never going to see it again. Like some guy just comes in and beats him, or it's like a multi-man match, and he loses it. Watch it be Ry Black too. Now, I'd rather be like Cassius Ono or something. Yeah, you know what, Cassius Ono would be a great uh, would be a great match because I mean they did tag together Ring of Honor. And, no, they didn't. Kings of Wrestling? That was like Antonio and Cassius. Antonio's... Seth Rollins. No, oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I was on 
Cesaro for some reason. Uh, but yeah, no. The, but it would still be a great match because they they were part of that whole. Uh, they they were they're Ring of Honor alumni. They're proven to have great matches, and it could work out. Yeah, it'd be a great match to watch on a match between those two, and that was a damn good match. Yeah. Oh yeah. And that, I mean, and, and aside from that, it would be a great match to watch on Raw. It would get me to watch Raw live. It really would. But is that going to happen? No. <laughs> yeah, doubtful. And I'm pretty much going to end my call, except that I'm going to do another rap. Yeah, no way. If you heard my thing from WNL, you would not want that. Do, do you Do you need a beat? Hell no, I'm Are not you sure? joking. I no. will pull up a beat right now on YouTube, and I will let you flow. Hell no. You want to <laughs> lose um, viewers? <laughs> I, I'm I'm help I'm helping you, man. I I, I mean I could get a beat right now if you want. If you got something, I could get no, I can help you out. No, okay, I wanna, no, that's fine. I'm just helping you out. I'd rather just start doing a string of curses right now, but that would be just as bad. No, no, because then I'd probably get kicked off the station. So I don't. No, no, that's even more interesting to do it. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Anthony, for calling in. Oh wait a minute! Breaking news. What? Maverick didn't record this part of the show either. <laughs> Shut up! Yes, I am. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> Jackhole, man. And that was Anthony Farley. We're gonna end it here, uh, but right now we're gonna go ahead. We're gonna bring you an exclusive interview with me and the funky one, Mister Sam Medina, local comedian. Uh, check him out. This is our interview with Ring of Honor Television Champion. Adam Cole. Uh, oh, come on. I'm trying to get this going. So live, live radio, folks. Bear with me here. Uh, let me open it in that instead of iTunes. Because iTunes takes too long to load. Oh, and this is taking too long to load, too. Let me close out my web browser so I can free up some damn resources. So uh, in the meantime, we're going to go ahead and we're going to commercial break. When we come back, we will have. We will stay tuned. We'll be right back right after this. Oh, you didn't know? Your ass better call somebody! It's me, it's me, it's the D-O-double-G, the road dog, Jesse James, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the Unchained Wrestling Network, and if you ain't down with that, I got two words for you, suck it! You've worked hard all your life, but then you get injured by a table, ladder, or chair. It's all too common. Hi. I'm WWE superstar and high-powered so attorney, about it. Don't worry. David Otunga. If someone you know has been wronged by a table, ladder, or a steel chair, you need to come see me at WWE TLC uh, Tables Jennifer Ladders. Hot chairs. David Otunga. Let's go to our ring announcer. Oh, I'm still on. All right. Sorry about that. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic where you will get backstage stories 
from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. Alrighty, welcome back to Running the Ropes here on KJCC Real Canvas Radio on the SNS Radio Network and on the Unchained Wrestling Network. Brian Mavic Bertrand with the Funky One, Sam Medina. And on the phone with us right now is Ring of Honor, te- the current Ring of Honor television champion, Adam Cole. Adam, how you doing? Doing very good, man. How are you? Doing real good. Uh, so, uh, real quick, I just want to say, you, personally, from me, you have been one of my favorite new up-and-coming wrestlers in ring of honor ever like i just i'm a newer watcher of ring of honor and i've I've started watching some of the older stuff but now i've been watching uh the first match i saw was the tag team match with you and eddie edwards against davy richards and kyle o'reilly and that by far got me hooked into adam cole real good (laughs) no awesome man thank you i appreciate that so uh uh sam do you want to say something real quick or Hey, how's it going, Adam and Sam? Yeah, doing good, man. How are fan, you? Big fan, pretty good. Good. Um, so, anyway, speaking of which, um, speaking of Kyle O'Reilly, you you were in Future Shock with him, and you've only been in the business. You've only been in there for about five years, is that right? Actually, uh, a little under four years. A little under four um, years. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm still uh, still quite new to this man i'm kind of you know learning as i go and but fortunately for me i've had a lot of really good teachers along the way i've had a lot of really good experiences and i've just uh the number one rule you learn when you start in pro wrestling is to keep your mouth shut and your eyes and your ears open <laughs> yes. and, I, and i i instituted that from the second that i started so fortunately for me there were a lot of guys that took me under their wing a lot of guys that spent a lot of unnecessary time with me to make sure that i learned uh, the tricks of the trade as you would say and, uh, yeah, I'm very thankful for that. So, fortunately for me, because of people who are very unselfish, I've gotten to uh, do so much so far in my uh, four-year career. Now, with uh, with the training aspect, did it take – I mean, you, you said yourself you've only been in the business about just under four years. Is there anything right now that you're st- – do you know if there's anything you're still – trying to to learn something you're trying to get into because i mean i've seen some very brutal matches with you as especially was there anything that you're still trying to to learn about or something that you're doing actively with ring of honor uh you know it's nothing specifically man it's more of that constant mindset of uh you know constantly evolving and constantly learning because i say th- i think the second that you decide like okay i've learned all that i can i've gotten as good as i can be uh you indeed have done that you know, at that point, you're as good as you possibly can be because you've mentally decided that that's the case. But there's always new things popping up. There's always new things that you learn. Uh, so it's nothing, you know, specifically that I that I have my mindset on of what I would like to learn. But it's more, like I said, you know, keeping my eyes open and kind of watching everything as I go and uh, getting better and better each and every weekend I go out and perform. That's cool. Sam, join nice. You know, I was looking up, uh, I was looking at your Wikipedia page before I came in today, and I saw an, inter- an interesting statistic. Like, everybody's talking about, like, CM Punk, 370 whatever days, WWE champion. But you have a number, too, 553, right? Um, you were a CCW yeah. junior heavy, uh, world junior weight title champion for 553 days. How amazing was that? 
Uh, that for me, man, was a was a really cool moment. I, I think mainly because uh, you know CZW is the company that I started with. Uh, so for them to look at me as a guy that they could invest that much time and effort into, uh, as to be a guy to you know not only carry that belt because that belt has been around for so long and it's been defended all over the world. Yep. But to be a guy that was going to break the record and hold it for the longest uh, in championship history was pretty cool. And yeah, uh, you know, fortunately for me, I was fed some really good opponents to work with. Nice. Uh, you know, a lot of guys like A.R. Fox, Sammy Callahan, Rick Swan, Tyler Veritas, uh, just tremendous talent. So it, it, that was an interesting phase for me as well. Like, Mia Yim was my valet at the time, and she was fantastic in her role. Uh, so that, for me, was one of the most fun times in my wrestling career. It was a blast. Awesome, awesome. Then you wanted to do some really awesome things after that. You kind of went all over the place to Dragon Gate USA and Evolve, and you're in the Young Lions Cup, and you're in the Super 8. Those are some pretty prestigious places. Yeah, those are, those are real big tournaments, man. Like, uh, you know, and, and that was kind of the point that I was at. Like, you know, uh, any promotion that I could work for, uh, any opponent I could get my hands on, anytime I had a chance to travel on a weekend, I was all for it, obviously, and still am. Um, nice. So, but yeah, like, you know, tournaments like that really helps you, uh, you know, garner your name on the independent scene, like you said, the Young Lions Cup and the Super 8. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, very do. important tournaments for me, absolutely. Awesome. So... CZW, of course, uh, with the ultra-violent stuff, how how were you able to kind of, I'm trying to think, trying to uh, keep yourself from, like, the ultra-violent side with the light tubes and stuff? Was there any, any like, any weird change in adjusting your style for that, or was it just normal stuff, you're just going to get cut a little more? Yeah, well, actually, for me, man, I, I've never done a death match in my entire career. Uh, and, and that's a misconception, I think, with a lot of people who work for CZW. Uh -huh. uh, and to me, I took that as a giant opportunity for me to uh, stand out and be different. Uh, I had a chance to be a completely different act and do something different and potentially something special if I had enough time to, uh, and, you know, the right opponents to invest this time and energy into it. And, you know, DJ Hyde being the promoter, him believing in it as well. Uh, so it created a cool atmosphere. We actually went through a little bit of a transitional phase when DJ took over as the booker, because there were times where it was like me and Sammy were the main event for the junior title in a wrestling match. Right. You know, it wasn't a death match that was being highlighted. So that was a cool uh, time for me, too. So, yeah, like I said, um, I respect the, the, you know, the heck out of these death match guys that go out there and put their bodies on the line like that. But uh, for me, that was something that I just wasn't interested in. Yeah, that was one of those things where that kind of shut me out from CZW was the ultraviolence, but then... I, I've never, I've never really heard of an actual. <laughs> I hate to say this about the company you're in, but an actual like wrestling wrestling match. It is just something that's kind of different. But it was, I, I think that's pretty cool. And it, but but you're right. Uh, if they can make money putting their bodies on the line like that, totally do it. You know? Yeah. No. No. Absolutely. And like I said too, man, that is especially since DJ Hyde has taken over. Uh -huh. That is uh, one of the most giant misconceptions, I think, is I think uh, CZW actually right now is one of the most well-rounded wrestling organizations that there are. Uh, you have, you have you know, fantastic high flyers and AR Fox and Rich Schwann and the young guy Shane Strickland, who's just phenomenal. Then you've got, uh, you know, your crazy brawlers but great wrestlers like Sammy Callahan. You have a great technical wrestler in Drew Gulak. Uh, and then obviously you have your deathmatch wrestlers as well. But because that's such a rare niche, um, and because it's something that either fans are really passionate about or fans are really passionate about not liking it, that seems to be what CCW has been labeled for. And I completely understand that. Uh, but, but I do think uh, DJ is trying to change the vision a little bit. 
and I think slowly but surely he's getting there. Now, when you when you talk about with that, um, do you think do you think you've become more uh, aggressive in terms of in terms of the wrestling um, since going through CZW? Uh, you know, I think I think possibly. I think a lot of it may have had to do too with my training. Like, uh, you know, DJ was really hard on us. Like most wrestling schools are. You know, wrestling school's tough. Uh, but yeah, he was he was really really hard on us, and he really believed in that idea of CZW guys being, you know, the toughest guys. So he he certainly showed that in our training. So yeah, I definitely think it helped me initially. Um, you know, specifically like I said with the training and being around these uh, these really really tough dudes in the locker room. Hmm. Speaking of your schooling, since you're only a few years into the business and you're a younger wrestler, who are some of your like biggest influences growing up in the business? Uh, well, well, growing up, like, uh, well, my, my, the first guy I was a giant fan of was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he, he was the first. Yeah, he was the first guy that I ever saw, and I was just so blown away by him. Nice. Uh, but then later on, you know, I was a you know giant fan of Shawn Michaels. I was a giant fan of Kurt Angle. Um, CM Punk was actually the guy that got me into the independent scene. I didn't. I was so naive to pro wrestling. I thought WWE was the only thing that existed uh, until the internet came along, and I was able to access that. And I got to see all these different wrestling promotions and all these different guys. And I remember seeing CM Punk and being so blown away by his promos that actually he was kind of what got me into Ring of Honor, and then later on, what got me into all the other uh, different indies that I would follow. So yeah, those were some of the guys that I was into. Well, that's cool. So, how did you end up hooking him with CM Punk? You just met him online, or from the show? Oh no, no, no! I, I meant I was just a, I was just a fan of his. Oh, uh, nice, like I, nice. I was talking, you know, now strictly as a fan. As far as guys that influenced me while I was in wrestling, uh, you know, or, like very early on, obviously <clears throat> DJ being my trainer, he was an influence. But uh, Sabian, he now goes by the Black G's. He was a big influence of mine. He helped me out. He spent a lot of extra time with me at the wrestling school. Uh, Steve Carino early on was very, very helpful to me. Uh, you know, those guys at the you know top of my head were guys very early on that were uh, really helpful to me in my wrestling career. Who do you think has been your biggest inspiration in terms of uh, now in Ring of Honor? Oh, man, uh, you know that's that's tough to say because the, the locker room is just the, the coolest thing about Ring of Honor is uh, everyone has the mindset of they want the show to be the best possible show that it can be. Uh, no one's going out there trying to harm anybody else. Everyone has the mindset of they literally walk into the locker room that day and they walk out uh, to that ring with the mindset of I'm going to have the best match on the show and I'm going to be the best wrestler in the world and I'm going to be the best wrestler that I can be. So in turn, that creates a really motivating atmosphere for everybody in the locker room because everyone's just feeding off each other's energy. And obviously the fans see that as well because the, you know, the shows that are put on are just so spectacular by the guys. Um, so that, that to me is just the coolest atmosphere when you, when you walk into a locker room and everyone has that team effort of like, Hey, let's go, let's do this. Uh, let's make sure everyone is the best they can be today. Uh, that's the best man. That's all you can ask for. That's awesome. And, and, uh, going, going up to ring of honor. Now I've seen one of the most brutal matches I've ever seen in my life was <laughs> honestly, it was the most brutal one I've ever seen with, uh, you, it was you and Kyle O'Reilly. Which one was it? It was. It wasn't best the last in the world. One. There you go. Best in the world. And what got me into the match? I had to watch it after the fact that it happened. So I had to order it at the, one of the replays because I saw a picture of you all cut up, your eyes busted open a little bit, half of your upper lip is hanging off, and I saw the match. 
and I thought, good God, there was no weapons used in the match, and you got busted <laughs> up that much. What was that like? <laughs> I mean, yeah, besides the fact that it hurt like hell, like, of course. what was that like? Yeah, that, that was interesting, man. Uh, you know, because the Hammerstein Ballroom is like one of our key markets, obviously, and they're mm-hmm. some of the most passionate, uh, not just fans of Ring of Honor, but passionate fans in pro wrestling, those New York City fans. Oh yeah, I think we uh, we've so seen that, the ECW episode where they said where they chanted change the channel because it was so bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. So they're either really passionate about stuff that they like, or they're really passionate about stuff they don't like. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that, that just happened to be a case, man. Where when when I got busted up, and I didn't even realize how bad I was cut until at one point I collapsed on the mat and I started choking on my own blood, <laughs> and I you know immediately shot up. So uh, like I said, I didn't even know how bad it was. Um, because I just felt warmth all over my face. But then, too, man, there were moments where, like, uh, when that doctor came out, that was the real doctor that stitched me up in the back. Oh, wow. And I really looked at him and told him he's not stopping the match. So there was a, a lot of, like, rare things that were captured that night um, because a lot of it was so real and so raw and uh, had so much emotion to it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, even though half of my face was left in New York City, that's got to yeah. be one of the proudest <laughs> moments for me. Uh, you know, in Ring of Honor for sure. It was, I, I saw the match, and you guys really went at it. Like, I wasn't even sure if it was like a rehearsed wrestling match, or that was a <laughs> shoot fight, or something. Like, you you guys were really pissed off at each other at one point. It seemed like. I, I think so. I think so. Yeah, the second blood gets involved, and kind of all the rules are thrown out the window. So yeah. yeah, we got a little wild and wacky there. New York City helped us along the way. So. What was the locker room uh, response to that after the match? Was it was it hu- a huge reception afterwards? Or yeah, you know, it, it was immediate concern at first, and then when when everyone realized that was fine, that it was all positive, and that was really encouraging as well. And. Uh, you know, like I said, that was uh, that was definitely a big moment for me, and something that I really think I needed in Ring of Honor, because uh, lots of times I'm, I, I, you know, I, I'm the victim of being labeled as just a pretty boy by that 18 to 35 male demographic. Right. Um, so, so for me to go through something like that, I think it showed something to those fans that you know, hey, if Adam Cole is put in a rough situation, he can still bring it. So, like I said, I feel like that was really necessary for me in Ring of Honor. Now, uh, with, speaking of Kyle O'Reilly, what was it like tagging with him before your huge feud going on? No, it was great. You know, uh, you know, me and Kyle came into Ring of Honor relatively at the same time, uh, so we felt that pressure initially too. But it was nice to have a partner there to kind of share that pressure with. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, I think so much of Kyle. You know, uh, you know, in the ring, he's just so fantastic. So at the time when me and him were teaming together, it was a very cool thing, and we had never teamed together before either, so we weren't sure if it was going to stick. But fortunately for us, the chemistry was there. So, yeah, again, I had a blast teaming with Kyle in Ring of Honor. Do you think you would have been able to go uh, for the tag team titles against the Briscoes at a later date if, if had you guys stayed together? I think potentially. I, you know, I, I think that's the route we were actually taking. You know, I, but I don't know if that was the game plan, but I think that was kind of what was happening, uh, you know, based on the fans' reaction and everything. Uh, and, and that would have been awesome. Uh, you know, but obviously that wasn't in the cards for us at that time. But uh, yeah, certainly something I, I could see potentially happening for us. Was it a was it um, was it you or some someone in the office that decided to break you guys up? Oh, it was the yeah, it was the office. Oh. Uh, you know that that was just a decision where you know it's funny because actually when me and him uh, started teaming, uh, that that was never a long term plan. It, it was kind of a situation where I think just to be honest with myself, uh, they just didn't know what they wanted to do with us. Uh, so they thought, hey, we're going to stick them together and see if it works. And uh, it worked. Uh, so, you know, they kept us together for a little bit. But then obviously the, the vision of making us singles guys was the plan. 
Uh, so that was where we went after that. Uh, oh, I just had my notes just up now. Uh, what about with Eddie Edwards when you guys tagged at the 10th anniversary show? How was, um, of course, that was the show that got that got me into it. Um, how was it? Would you have wanted to uh, tag with him again at, a, at another pay per view, or was that just a one time thing? Oh, definitely. Yeah, you know, Eddie has done so much for me. Like, you know, he's helped me out so much, given me so much advice, and uh, was such a great partner for me. And I felt like I learned so much from him. And again, similar to Kyle, I just had so much fun, and I felt like we had that chemistry right off the bat. So certainly, I hope sometime in the near future we get the chance, to, uh, you know, to team. <coughs> excuse me team again because uh, it was really cool getting to do that at the 10 year anniversary event nice good so somebody like Kyle O'Reilly or Eddie Edwards who we have a lot of chemistry with would you rather like team up with them or would you rather have just a grueling singles match against them you know I don't to be honest like, I, I think uh, with, with both those guys it kind of works both ways you know like whether whether we're tag team partners or whether we're opponents uh, with both of those guys it just seems to uh, it just seems to work uh, so, you know, either one for me is just great. You know, I, I really enjoy doing both. Awesome. Do you ever see yourself um, becoming a WWE superstar in the in the future? Uh, you know, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, I, I think any wrestler that says they don't want to have a WrestleMania moment someday is kidding themselves. <laughs> That's true. Uh, That's very yeah. true. <laughs> you know, but uh, I, I think right now, you know, I'm very focused on what I'm doing in Ring of Honor. Things are going very well for me there. I'm, I'm fully focused. You, uh, you know, I got a lot of big stuff coming up. So, but yeah, it definitely never say never in pro wrestling. Nice. Have you branched out to uh, more westward companies like Pro Wrestling Guerrilla or uh, All Pro Wrestling out in Hayward? Uh, well, well, I've done some stuff with PWG. Uh, you know that is that has gone really well. I, I love working out there. I actually have an event there tomorrow. Uh, wrestling Kevin Steen for the PWG World Championship. Oh wow, that's uh, gonna be crazy. So yeah, you know, really looking forward to that. I, I love going out to California. Again, those fans out there are just so passionate. Uh, so, yeah, really, really excited for that one. Definitely love going out there and wrestling for PWG, especially, you know, because the fans are so passionate. Can I request you coming up to NorCal so I can see you at the APW Garage? Yes, yes, that'd be awesome. Please, I mean, let's hey, make it happen. Christmas chaos coming up on December 6th, and, you know, I, I know Jerry Lynn's on a retirement tour. And he, oh. <laughs> I'd love to see you take him on. Yeah, me, me too. Me and you both, man. Hopefully you could take out Will Root for us, and then you could take him on. That would be an <laughs> insane match. Um, So uh, anything else you want to ask, Cole? I... So uh, you got anything going on, like, outside of wrestling? Uh, you know, not too much, actually. I'm, I'm pretty boring when it comes to outside <laughs> of wrestling, man. Like, you know, my, uh, my life is pretty much consumed by this. Oh, you know, wow. every everything I do, you know, every time I wake up, and whether it be going to the gym or you know training or whatever it is, it's uh, it's always wrestling based, man. It's like this is a uh, wrestling is very interesting, uh, you know, because even for an independent wrestler who say you know wrestles on the weekends, uh, it's still a twenty four hour a day, seven day a week kind of job. Uh, just because, like I said, the preparation is such a twenty four seven deal. Yeah, you um, have to live it. So yeah, you know, you know, I put uh, I put a lot of time and a lot of energy into this. Uh, because I want to go as far as I possibly can, so I devote pretty much all of my energy to wrestling. But if uh, you know, as far as like other things that I do, I'm a huge movie buff, and uh, pretty much any time I'm home, I just like to relax and be the most boring human being possible. So, what's your favorite movie so far? <laughs> oh man, gosh, it's so tough to like pick one favorite because it, it changes so much. Because I have so many different favorites, but if I had to pick like an all-time favorite, it'd probably be Gladiator. 
okay. with, uh, with Russell Crowe, because uh, he's just a man in that movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, so right now that's got to be my favorite. But if you were to ask me next week, it will probably switch. Now, okay, I hate to say, I hate to ask, can you walk us through a training day of Adam Cole? Like, you, you said you, you're pretty much 24-7 into the wrestling thing. Like, do you wake up, what's the first thing you eat? Like, Or, like, what's the first thing you, you do? Sure. Well, yeah, you know, lots of times when I get up, like, you know, obviously it's one of those deals where, uh, uh, you know, eating correctly is such a hard thing to do. Not a hard thing to do, but something that you need to be cautious of and something that you need to pay attention to. So, like, even the idea of making sure that you get a meal every two hours is strenuous and, you know, in and of itself sometimes. Uh, so, you know, making sure you're doing that. And then, you know, I'm, you know, training two hours a day. Uh, and then lots of times, too, like, you know, my website is run by me and this guy, Daniel Mitchell, in England. So I'm updating that all the time and doing stuff on social media lots of times. That's the funny thing, too, is, like, if I'm on the computer, uh, it's not for playtime. You know, lots of times I'll be in the computer, uh, you know, three hours, four hours even at a time, and it's all for business. It's all, you know, working. No, no uh, World of Warcraft, or at least for, like, one hour, that's it? <laughs> no, man, no Warcraft for me. Man. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, it all varies, man. Sometimes days are really, really busy, and sometimes days are more chill. Uh, but, yeah, it all depends. So That's pretty cool. Do you, I'm sure you listen to me- music while you train. What's what's on your playlist for your training regimen? You know what? Lately, man, it's actually been podcasts. Like, uh, like I've, I've been really into, like, the Joe Rogan podcast. I listen to those, like, religiously. <laughs> um, nice. Just because I've listened to so much music. So, you know, I've, I've kind of gotten into that frame of mind where I like to listen to podcasts now because I feel like I'm learning as I'm exercising. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that's kind of cool, too. So that's what I've been into lately. I like I like Joe Rogan's podcast because he goes so detailed, like every inch of detail into it. It's pretty oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, awesome. Uh, Sam, do you want to ask anything else? Uh, I want to close out. I wanted to say this to you. You know, I think everybody who comes to Ring of Honor is the best in the world. Whether it's the CM Punks, the AJ Styles, the Davy Richards, the Adam Cole, um, so just keep up what you're doing, man. You're doing great. You're on a roll, and uh, we love watching you. Thank you very much, man. It means the world. I appreciate it so much. Awesome. So the next pay per view event for Ring of Honor is going to be Final Battle 2012 in two weeks, live at the Hammerstein Ballroom in New York City. Order it on iPay Per View right now at rohwrestling.com. Adam, honestly, bro, it's been a pleasure. Um, real quick before you go, can I get one liner real quick? Sure. And, uh, it's uh, running the ropes on the SNS radio network. Okay. Uh, it's, you said running the ropes on the SNS radio network? Yes. How, okay. However you want to do it is, is cool with me, even if you want to do it in character or not. <laughs> okay. Hey, guys, this is Ring of Honor World Television Champion Adam Cole, and you're listening to Running the Ropes on the SNS network. Awesome, bro. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Thanks, man. All right. Take care, guys. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. All right. And that was the ROH TV champion, uh, Adam Cole, by far one of, honestly, my new favorite wrestler outside of WWE and TNA. Uh, Sam, thank you. This is your first interview. That was my first interview ever. So I'm really happy about that. That was cool. Adam Cole was really cool. He gave us a lot of good information, and it was fun. And, and one thing, one thing I liked is that he was open about it. He was. He, he was really cool, and I, I I loved it. And I'm so happy we were getting it done. I could not find the listener questions, and I know I had at least one on the fa- on the Facebook page, but 
I lost it, and I, I want to apologize for whoever sent in the photos. I think it was uh, Anthony Farley, but I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, that's going to do it for us here. Um, on behalf of the funky one, Sam Medina, coming Thank up you. in San- Sunnyvale for his next gig. Uh, this is Brian Maverick Bertrand, and next week, hopefully, Crelly will be back with us. If not, then you'll see, you'll hear Sam again. So, on behalf of Sam Medina, for Chris Kelly, I am Brian Maverick Bertrand saying, see you later, everybody. This has been a presentation of Running the Ropes, the official podcast of the Unchained Wrestling Network and brought to you by the SNS Radio Network. The views expressed are that of the panel and not of the networks or their affiliates.